The views and opinions of the hosts and resource persons do not represent those of the organization, the university, and its stakeholders. Viewer discretion is advised. Tag nag-reacts na sa Zoom. Yeah, raise your hand pa. Oh, sige, Mr. EJ. <laughs> Mr. EJ, go. <laughs> Sorry, nakakapagod mag-reacts in real life. So, sa Zoom na lang ako nag-reacts. So, sa mga listeners natin dyan, um, share ko lang sa inyo. Mga nareact ko is basically yung Santa Claus emoji, yung cool na emoji, yung skull na emoji, tsaka nag-raise na ako ng hand. Yun lang. Para at least, you know, ano din sila. Um, oh, where is it? Let's see what's going on. Tama, tama, or good morning or good afternoon depending sa kung nasan kayo ngayon sige good day na lang pa mas general and welcome back to another episode of the Inner Nook Podcast so just like the previous episode today's episode is also in collaboration with the term long activity of the Corporate Relations Committee called Tech Careers where we implement events and share informative materials to kickstart students' career. So, kung hindi nyo pa napapanood yung previous episode, you can listen to it through the LSCS YouTube channel or through the LSCS Spotify playlist where you could also find other interesting topics na baka gusto nyo din pakinggan. So, ayun. For this episode, we will be talking about an interesting topic, lalo na pa sa mga um, CCS students na nagpa-plano to take their career journey to a different country. So, Ano nga bang opportunities yung naghihintay sa atin abroad? May um, challenges ba na may encounter kapag naghanap tayo ng job abroad tapos bago pa lang guys sa corporate world? And paano ba yung work environment doon? Um, different ba siya sa Philippines? So, ayun, we will be discussing more on that later. And before we do, um, gusto ko muna introduce sa sarili ko. Hello, I am Mika or Mikaela, your host for today's episode entitled um, landing a tech job abroad and joined with me are some CCS alumni na currently on the other side of the world. So hello everyone, uh, kindly introduce yourselves by uh, stating your name, um, ID number, course, location, and siguro yung month then kung kailan kayo nag-move or migrate. And wala, curious lang ako, anong oras sa inyo ngayon? <laughs> Gusto ko malaman yung time difference. So right now sa Philippines, it's 9.17 a.m. So ayun, let's start with Mr. EJ. <laughs> Hello, I'm EJ Kajet, ID 115. Course ko before was BS Computer Science, specializing in network engineering. And yung time today, seven is 9.17. So opposite lang ako. Kung ano time ng Philippines. Saan ang iyong location right now? Oh, a location is in New Jersey. Okay. Next, si Mr. Rastin. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi. So, hi everyone. Uh, <laughs> my name is Rastin Pinlak. Uh, ID 115. Took up a course in computer science, specializing in network engineering. Same as EJ. Ano pa ba, ba? Location. I currently am in 
Uh, Mountain House, California. So, North Ka- California ako. And then, ano pa ba? Uh, ano oras na ngayon? It is 6.18pm. Ayan. Okay. Ilang ba? <laughs> okay, yun lang. Next, si Mr. Carl James Raimundo. <laughs> Hello. So, um, ako si Carl James Raimundo and uh, ID115 and my course is BS Computer Science. And then, currently living in LA, Los Angeles, so Southern California. And then, same time as Rastin. So. May tanong ako, like, na-consider nyo na ba na mag-meet up since parapalas pala kayong nasa states? Well, um, K- uh, kami ni EJ, nag-meet na kami. Yeah. yeah uh, we, so, ano lang, share lang, nagpunta kami ng Disneyland noong December ni Rast and saka ng Universal Studios. <laughs> so yeah, we, we we saw each other twice already in the US. One once in the East Coast, uh celebrate the birthday, and then once in Christmas season. Yeah, goals naman nun. Dati na sa date lang kaya na yun. Pas state state na lang kaya. Kaya ngay, no, EJ. So up. Si Carl, di ko pa namin meet. Tinagaaya. <laughs> Grabe, ano, kakalipat ko lang dito. So, mag-one year pala ako dito. Um, June 26 ako dumating. 2021. So, bago-bago pa. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you sa inyong mga pa-introduction. So, ayun, na-mention ko kanina lahat sila galing sa States. And gusto ko lang sabihin sa lahat ng nakikinig right now na bihira lang tayo magkaroon ng gantong set ng speakers na mag na pag-uusapan ang isang topic na related sa career. So, hindi ko na ito papatagalin pa. Let's start with the first question. So, for everyone, um, when did you realize or decide to move abroad? Like, before graduating ba or after graduating? And ano din yung reason ba't kayo nag-move? Like, um, family decision ba siya or career-related? Ayun. Feel free to share yung thought process nyo ng time na yun. So, start tayo kay Justine. So sa akin, so I moved here back in December 2019. Yeah, to December 2019. So right after, like four months, right after graduation. So during graduation talaga, like actually before graduating, naisip ko na talaga siya. Um, out of nowhere lang actually, very impulsive decision where, alam mo yun, sabi ko, since I, I kind of grew up in the States nung back when I was in elementary already. So sabi ko, pwede naman akong bumalik. So sab uh, yun na, na yung thought process ko lang with this is medyo torn pa ako sa gusto ko mangyari with my career. Um and una gusto ko sana mag-aral ulit or something like that but then sabi ko nung pumunta ako dito I, I just really want to experience yung different you know setup kumbaga and my parents are here so I really just want to be with them especially na tumatanda na sila so I, I think another factor was that revolving around family also and yeah yun yun so far yung yung journey or yung thought process ko with when it comes to that it's basically just me being a little bit impulsive about <laughs> sa mga sa mga decision alam mo yan yung minsan di ba parang wapaisip ka why not punta na lang kaya ako dito or the, something new kasi ever since high school na sa Philippines ako and I really did enjoy high school and college days so yun I think that's one thing Ang naman nung impulsive decision mo. Parang <laughs> nag-duel siya. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Parang, oo, oh, oh, safe na lang ako. 
Habang ang lapit yeah. lang. <laughs> Ginawa nga lang ano, kapitbahay. <laughs> okay. Si ano naman? Si Carl. Ano ang iyo? Right. So, for me, the petition, I was petitioned by my parents. So, my parents are both they petitioned me to be here sa US and then it was granted one term before ako graduate. So, when I arrived here, um, I still have like three months left before graduation. So, um, that's what happened and then after I graduate, I've been applying for jobs para makatulong sa aking parents. So, yun yung story ko. So, before ka graduate, nandyan ka na? Yeah, like uh, three months remaining talaga. Like in last term. Ano kung face-to-face pala yung graduation? Ah, <laughs> uh, yun na. <laughs> Actually, um, been thinking about that. If kailangan mo eh. But if ever kailangan, okay lang. Yeah. Makakabalik naman. <laughs> okay, okay. Si ano naman? Si EJ. So, real- realization ko to uh, move abroad was siguro once I took up computer science, kasi backstory lang, konti, kwento lang ako, share lang konti. First choice ko talaga is to take up law in the Philippines. Pero, hindi naman siya hindi pinayagan, but I got discouraged. And parang yung next option ko is go into tech, which is, yung nga, fortunately, nakapasawa sa Lasal as a computer science student. Tapos, with a little bit of, you know, research, and yung, like, with stars aligning na nandito yung parents ko, and everyone, everyone is basically my foundation in the U.S. It was kind of a no-brainer. Well, you have you still have to make that sacrifice. Now you know you're not gonna see your friends every day. You're not gonna work with the same set of people. But I think I think the realization that there is like, sayang naman yung opportunity. Na you know you go to the United States, you get exposed to different different big technologies out there. And, big technology companies out there. So, ayun, I think I think it was like planned move, but at the same time parang parang like a YOLO decision na, yeah, let's let's take this opportunity sayang naman. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, since na mentioned na din ni EJ yung tokos opportunities abroad. So, ayun naka-settle na ako sa states. Naging challenging ba na maghanap ng jobs or companies abroad? Like ako curious ako, paano or saan kayo naghanap ng job openings? Like, may website ba? Or job expo? Ganon. Si ano muna? Si Carl James. <laughs> um, so, for my experience, yeah, it was hard. I've asked other people din websites to apply. I've applied to a lot of web uh, websites like LinkedIn, Glassdoor, Indeed. Lahat ng job posting na naghanap ng software engineer related rules, ganyan. Um, I tried it all. So, sabi nga nila, parang sabi nila sa akin na apply lang na apply. So, that's what I did. And, um, for me, it's quite difficult na, yun nga, kasi, um, yung, like, yung experience, like, for example, for me, yung OGT ko is three months lang. But, they require here, like, they are looking for pa- two to five years of experience. Even though, like, entry level. So, um, if you saw post related sa LinkedIn na parang, entry level and they're trying to find uh, entry level positions no but it has 2 to 5 years of experience so it was overwhelming talaga but you still need to uh, try to 
um apply for it so you know experience it. so wait lang yung entry level tapos dapat two to five years nakakaloka naman okay so next naman si EJ ikaw ba na challenge ka ba sa paghanap ng companies abroad of course kasi feel ko um one 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 major law na nangyayari sa job industry is a lot of a lot of companies look at the education first like background education before anything else and considering na nasa US kami i think it played a huge factor in uh, you know we graduated in the philippines and not like in a in a tech school here in the united states um and especially we are in like the middle of a pandemic so maraming maraming layoffs na nangyayari maraming maraming budget cuts na nangyayari sa different companies kaya strict talaga ang selection process ng mga companies when it comes to selecting candidates for uh, the openings that they have so yeah it was it was very difficult kasi yun nga nandumating ako dito it was like the start nung start pa ng pandemic so sobrang daming layoffs and then like seven months akong unemployed like like to like a total of 600 companies and just got one offer letter so it was extremely difficult yeah grabe naman yung seven bali seven months papa seven months ka din naghanap ng job no oh basically <laughs> basically seven months akong nakatenga sa bahay like either naghanap ng jobs or naglalaro or you know having an existential crisis something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. agree agree <laughs> same feeling yeah a lot a lot of um in a plan mo tapos ganun ay ikaw pa yeah and na ganun katagal ka bago nakahanap ng company ilang months ka nag-apply same same din kay EJ same um experience medyo 6 to 7 months din and then yun nga parang mapapa-question mo sarili mo at <laughs> for me na yun question sarili mo na parang am i good enough ganyan yun parang ano pa bang um, kailangan ganyan tapos yung yeah, resume yung resume mo resume kailangan pinapalitan ako parang every week ko pinapalitan talaga ikaw Justin kamusta naman ang iyong experience nako <laughs> so yung akin kasi maaga-aga ako napunta dito so December 2019 hindi mo na ako agad-agad naghanap ng trabaho kasi may nasikaso pa ako eh for me to, to be able to start work I had to have my driver's license Diba? Ang dami pang kailangan ayusin and uh, another factor na tinake into consideration ko before applying was settled na ba ako? Like, ready na ba akong alam mo yun, maging, maging uh, nasa corporate industry, di ba? Maging slave ng corporate industry. And that's also another, like, biggest, like, life-changing moment. Oh, ganun na lang. Kasi when I came here, okay pa, wala pa masyadong pandemic, but then when it, it, came, it became 2020, Ayun na, doon na nag-search, nagkaroon namin ng lockdown and uh, job postings were a little bit tough. And yun nga, sinabi nga nila Carl, parang meron silang uh, requirements. And for me, hindi ko pa na-realize noon eh, na wala yan sa years of experience. Pero dat- dati ang mindset ko noon, parang nako two years experience, ini-ignore ko na agad. Or five years of experience, ini-ignore ko na agad. Doon ako sa wala silang nilalagay na years or ano, medyo filter ko pa yung sarili ko nun. And yeah, for me, before I got into a tech industry, it took me 15 months. Um, before that, 
I I got a job. So go five months in um, the US. I got a job, pero different industry. So I actually took a manufacturing associate role here. So dito sa California, maraming um let's just say maraming OFWs or other races na nasa manufacturing company. Kaya tiniloko ko to si EJ sa love maging OFW na ata ako. <laughs> so pero no no ano to ha? like no, no no hate or anything. It's just like an inside joke for us. So parang ayun and nagkaroon nga like what EJ said, major crisis, existential crisis. And and more so parang nawala rin ako, nawalan ako ng faith sa sarili ko na parang ah okay parang dati ang confident ko kayang-kaya ko to ganyan pero parang every rejection email every job posting na nakikita ko na hindi ko kayang pasukan parang nadidismaya ako parang nawawalan ako ng confidence sa sarili ko and yun so kaya tinake up ko na lang yung other industry sabi ko okay try ko muna dito I just really wanted something I, I needed not just money I needed to support my parent also which you know kasi hindi mo alam kung ano mangyayari that time in that pandemic, baka mali of yung mom mo, baka mali of yung dad mo. You don't know what's gonna happen. And I think that was the most important thing that I was thinking of when I was trying to apply for a job. Kaya yun. Gabi yun, parang required pala magkaroon ng existential crisis kapag gano'n <laughs> <laughs> yung job. Oh, yeah, really? Required, required talaga. <laughs> <laughs> a requirement na siya actually. <laughs> Okay. Pero buti naman nag-end well para sa inyong lahat kahit na-challenge kayo ng ilang months looking for a job na related talaga sa board. So, dun sa potential companies na nahanap nyo, ina-assume ko na lang na kasama na dun yung company kung saan kayo um, employed ngayon. So, ano yung steps ng application process and paano kayo mag-prepare? Like, may particular stage ba ng application process na super kinabahan kayo? Or super pinaghandaan nyo kasi syempre, baka ibang expectations pala abroad. So yun, share nyo naman kung ano yun. <laughs> Start tayo kay EJ. Yun, uh, sakto. Kasi uh, actually, kakalipat ko lang ng mm. company. So, yeah, so medyo fresh pa yung experience ko sa, sa application process. And most of it, halos same na nangyari sa pandemic, most of it, like one-third of the time, pa-questionin mo na sarili mo na para magkaka-imposter syndrome ka na para sa akin ba talaga itong position na ito? <laughs> o, o kaya ko bang makapas sa position na ito? And I think, I think sabihin natin na dyan na yung, yung regular um, process like okay, mag-aaral ako mag-code, like studying coding, ganyan, studying the basic terminologies of kung ano yung gusto kong position. I think what's also important sa the pagkakaroon is having a a great support system along the way. Like it, it's not required, but I think it's it's a huge addition to like making sure na uh, you get very calm in times that major tense kasi nga na mga problema sa application process. Like for example, like kami ni Rast, whenever whenever I'm, I'm I'm applying to a company, like siya lagi yung parang virtually bumabatok sa akin na parang ano bang sinasabi mo kaya mo naman yan eh ganyan so parang nandyan lang siya lagi na parang wag ang wag, wag mo ang idadoubt sarili mo and I think I think that's that's one advantage of like having that support system kasi it makes you it makes you push beyond what your reason is na parang gusto ko lang ng bagong trabaho it, it pushes you kasi people believe in you kumbaga 
Kaya, so, ayun, yung application process ko, ang dami ko na namang ponento, pero basically, ganun yung application process ko, aral, um, existential crisis, and, you know, nag- Halo-halo lang yan. Hindi <laughs> ko binayaran si EJ. Uh, baka sabihin niyo, binayaran ko. <laughs> konti lang. Konti lang. <laughs> konti lang. Okay. Ikaw, Yastin. Kamusta naman ang iyong application process? Ha. Yung sa akin kasi, since nga, nag-start ako ng job into a manufacturing company, which was actually for COVID. Um, we were making COVID test kits noon. Ano siya? Normal... Para, para sa akin, since it was uh, my first job, nung nagkaroon ako internship, halos parang same lang. So you had to talk to someone, di ba? You apply. And then, sa, sa akin kasi, so how I got in, so this was my like last resort, kumbaga. Um, I went into an agency. So talamak yung mga agencies dito sa US. There's um for different industries. So there's for tech, uh, tech agencies. There are manufacturing uh, agencies. Those are... Para, dun, yun yung kinakailangan mong lapitan pag hirap ka na talagang makakuha ng trabaho. And that time, it was really hard. So, ang mangyayari, you apply through them, tapos sila ang mag-refer sa'yo dun sa company na yun. Um, you fill up a few forms, you wait a couple days, and then, ayun, so far, they will find like a match for you. Sasabihin nila, ito yung offer nila sa'yo, meron ng offer. And then, of course, there's a cut for them as well. So, yun lang yung medyo downside about the agency. But, Still, I was uh, on a on a down, you know, on a downhill path, diba? So I was like, okay, sige, take na natin to. And then in terms naman dito sa current company ko, I it was, ewa ko, I, be, I believe it was kahit cheesy. I believe there was faith na, ano, kasi I was really, I was really drained na talaga sa trabaho ko, diba? Uh, ayoko na, I wasn't really having fun. It wasn't my course. It wasn't something that I really wanted to do in the future, so. Ayun, so I was working night shift pala. Ito, kung hindi alam. I was working night shift. And then, nasa career ko, and nakita ko lang siya. So usually, tip lang to 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 find jobs. You, you just go through your mobile apps really easily. Sometimes may mga easy apply doon sa LinkedIn or in, Indeed. Sa akin, nahanap siya sa Indeed. And then, nag, nag-apply lang ako through through that app. And then, couple of days, makakakuha ka ng, ng ano, reply. Um, usually, discovery calls. Um, for startups, yung sa akin kasi startup yung napasukan ko and usually what they do they're, they're really handsome with their discovery calls so you get discovery calls and then right after uh, marami pang calls it's usually just different filtering calls for them to know that you really want the job hindi lang for the sake na magkaroon ng job it's, it's, it's something more deeper than that I think that's different with other companies maybe for, for EJ iba sa company niya but that's how I experienced it and yun mas mas uh, na-overwhelm ako at first but I, I had like parang siyang nagkaroon ako ng bright light na parang wow may, may nag-reply na sa akin finally may nag-reply na sa akin they were open about everything so ayun doon nag-start para sa akin and it wasn't easy so yun I, th- I think job applications aren't easy talaga <laughs> compared sa org application. Joke lang. <laughs> Yun din yung na-expect ko. <laughs> okay. Si ano naman? Si Carl. Kamusta ang application process mo? Mm, for me, um, application process. So, I applied. Yun nga, parang nabanggit na nabanggit na nila na we apply a lot to a lot of um, websites like LinkedIn, Glassdoor. So, lahat ng sites na yun apply apply na apply and then for me 
I think I sent around 400 to 500 ata or nasa 500 to 600 na na um, positions that applied to for 500 600 positions and then out of masabi na natin 600 out of 600 nasa 20 lang ata yung nag-call back sa akin so ang uh, mga notable na mga notable na companies ng Google, GitHub, iba um, mga companies na regarding sa healthcare my healthcare application so ganun yun yung mga bumalik sa akin and then what i didn't like about the experience is there were there were companies na that um nandoon ako sa um, after nung initial interview ko um what they do what they did is they say na i will get another interview next week as in they're looking forward to giving me an interview next week and then what let's say it's a friday and then next week of uh, next week monday of that week they will reply that they have already found someone so it was kind of downing for me because it didn't, you expected that you will have another interview like maybe a final interview if i may call it a final interview but what happened is they found they already found another person another candidate so it was quite sad and then yeah it's out of the 20 it's like maybe 15 of them did that so which very hard um they find another they They have find another candidate more than me, and then I expected another interview for them. So it was quite hard. And then for my current company, um, it was um, feeling ko destined like Justin mentioned. Um, parang they give me an offer kagad after that. One day after I got the interview, they offered me the job. So feeling ko I this one, this one would value me. Because if they give you an offer kagad, it means that they value you. So, yun yung para sa akin na um, nakita ko sa kanila sa company ko today na they value me, na they give me an offer kagad. So, they were impressed. So, that's for me is the best um, company na papasokan mo na talaga. Yun yung feeling ko the one na talaga na company na papasokan. So, yun na rapi. Natuwa naman ako sa stories nyo. Parang gabi yung pinagdaanan pero worth the wait. MMK. Oo. Oh. <laughs> 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 Ang worth Pwede the wait. Pwede na sa MK. Gap mo, 100 na applications before mo mahanap yung the one. Guys. Hmm. Sana all talaga. <laughs> okay. Tanong ako ng tanong sa application process. Hindi ko pa natanong. Saan company pala kayo ngayon? And bakit nyo napili yung company na yun? In case hindi nyo pa na-explain kanina. Na, ano ba? Um, dream company nyo ba siya? Or baka may certain aspect pala kayo na gustuhan or wala lang, trip nyo lang <laughs> or baka maganda yung benefit. Ano? Ano ba yung inyong naging basis sa pagpili? Ikaw muna, Rastin. Yung okay, like what I said, connecting to what I said earlier, ano, nakita ko lang siya out of nowhere, like it's a software engineering position or software developer and uh, yung company kasi na to, so before everything else, yung ginawa nila sa akin, they sent me the, pla- the, the thing that they do. So, yung, ano ba yung, ano ba yung uh, uh, platform ba nila, binibenta ba nila, what, what's the mission or what's the vision of the company. So, sent nila sa lahat ng resources nila. And, what inspired me the most is, they were really promoting about, ewan ko kung aware sila dito ngayon, but, um, citizen developers. So, citizen developers are really getting popular nowadays, especially sa no-code industry. no code, low-code industry, if I may say so. Yung mga citizen developers na to, they're 
aspiring tech people na gustong makapasok sa tech industry but they weren't given a chance to study computer science, uh, IT, uh, you know, they they were just trying their best to struggle with the, their lives. So, yun yung parang na-inspire ako kasi parang they they really had the goal um, and yung company ko pala ngayon is Agile Point. So, Agile Point is like a, a BPM platform. It's basically for business process automation. So, <laughs> ayan, nagpapalakpak si EJ. But basically, Agile Point, um, low-code platform kami. So, we really help out a lot of clients na, for example, healthcare or nasa bank or nasa other non-tech-related um, companies who really want to automate the processes that they have. Because some of them, ang dami pa rin palang business ngayon na, na, na nag-excel sheets lang or hindi pa marunong mag-excel. Some of them are doing manual labor. So parang, it was a great platform for us to really help out those who need it the most. So parang, wala lang, na-inspire ako and I just really wanted um, that opportunity. So parang nag-click na agad sa akin na parang, okay, I want this job. Doon, nag-effort na ako para makuha siya and it was a really good experience. Okay, okay. Si ano naman, si Carl, ano ang iyong company and bakit yun yung napili mo? Kahit na-share mo na lang unti kanina. <laughs> so, um, current company ko is Serena Lily. So, Serena Lily is a um, home furniture company. So, for mga home furniture siya, mga ganda yung mga designs niya and I can say, hindi ko afford yung mga, yung mga um, uh, apply, uh, furniture nila because um, napakamahal. Yeah, but um, um, discount, I really enjoyed <laughs> Actually, tinatry ko nga rin yung like, employee discount pero mahal yung ano nila pero yung maganda naman so I'm a test analyst in Serenade Lily so for um, ang ginagawa ko is every time na merong um, bagong feature dun sa system ganyan so I test it out so QA rules ang may QA rule yung ginagawa ko so yun lang okay ikaw naman EJ ano iyong company okay Medyo colorful yung past two years of my job experience dito sa United States. Kasi nakatatlong companies now actually in a span of two years. Bilis, no? <laughs> so, bigyan ko lang in a context. Basically, the position that I'm, uh, I'm in is also a QA engineer. So, usually testing, slash automation, slash talking to devs, like, pushing backstories na, you know, na mga ginawa ng devs na medyo pangit. Hindi ko masinisisi yung mga devs, but, you know, sometimes, <laughs> joke lang. Pero, yeah, yun nga, like, kanilang ako din kanina, uh, na, kaka-resign ko lang actually kahapon, kaka-resign ko lang sa isang startup sa New York City. Kasi, so basically, that's a, that's a, like, insure tech company. So, health insurance with tech. Hindi pa ako start so hindi ko pa alam kung ano yung ginagawa ko sa company, sa feature company ko, pero mag-start na sa Monday. Uh, I'm gonna be a QA engineer in Audible. So yung, yun yung large, kaya ako napunta doon kasi I just see that, you know, they're the, basically the largest audiobook company in the world. And uh, having that impact na 
na what people see, what people use in their in their cell phones in 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 the web. Having you see na may may nagagawa ka for them, I think that's a fulfilling role to you know to be in. Ito naman ang aking tanong. So, di ba, nakapili na kayo ng company or napili na kayo ng company. Siyempre, ang naisip nyo, ano kayang gagawin ko sa first day? So, ayun yung tanong ko. Ano yung expectations nyo? And ano talaga yung nangyari sa first day? Or sa first week? In case, mas malaman pala yung ganap ng first week. Kasi tingin ko, madaming students din ang nag-iisip nito. Like, ano pa talaga nangyayari sa first day? Like, bibigyan ka ba ng parang period para mag-adjust? Or, hindi, babaho ka kaagad. Ganon. Um, ina-assume ko na lang na hindi kayo naka-work from home. Pero sabihin nyo na lang kung naka-work from home kayo. And ayun din pala, nahirapan ba kayo mag-adjust sa bago niyong environment? Start tayo kay Carl. Um, for my first day, I'm on a work from home setup. So, yung mga apply, ay, yung mga computers, lap, uh, yung laptop ko, saka yung monitors, and basta yung mga peripherals. So, pinadala sa akin, like, three days before yung talagang actual na work ko. And then, the first day, my experience is puro meeting. So, I have like, four meetings, five meetings for the day. So, um, ano yun, it's like, a welcoming process yun na uh, um, papakilala ka sa, sa lahat ng sa team, for example, QA team, and then the second one is yung back-end systems team, then susunod sa front-end systems team. So lahat ng teams, parang lahat ng teams na may meetings, attendan mo yun kasi papakilala ka ganyan. So uh, it's like a welcome. And then also, ayun, um, onboarding process. So you have to um, learn at your own pace. So that's my experience. Ito si EJ. Alam ko magsisimula ka pa lang. Taba dun sa mga pass mo na naging job. Kamusta naman ang experience mo sa... At kamusta yung expectations at yung reality? Same. Okay naman. Same I na- think, I think uh, one notion na meron tayo as, as you know, young, young adults na mag-start pa sa mga companies natin. I think, what do you call this? Parang yung expectations natin lagi Oh, I have to make a good a good image agad in the first week. Gusto ko magtrabaho agad, gusto ko marami agad ako maalam ganyan. But the first week is pretty much the chillest week that you have ever. And wala naman silang wala naman silang inaexpect sa iyo na dapat dapat may magawa ka ng malaking feature na ganyan. So same lang kay kay Mr. Carl James na onboarding stuff mo, kuha mo yung laptop mo. Uh, and then bibigyan ka ng onboarding tasks basically yung mga ano lang yan yung mga tax documents mo kailangan mo gawin emergency contacts um, full name last name like verification with your IDs and yeah a little bit of onboarding like what their product is and kung anong anong paano gamitin yung product na yan but it's pretty much you know very chill in the first week ikaw naman Justine Oh. Okay, ako naman. <laughs> Same din, usually. Uh, ganun talaga yung parang napapansin kong pattern for most companies. They do onboarding stuff. So, HR muna yung mag-welcome sa'yo and especially the manager. So, papakalala ka sa team nila. So, right now, I'm under a professional services services team. So, um, yun. Ang ginawa sa akin, pinakalala ko sa team. Puro meetings nga, similar to Carl, 
a lot of meetings. Um, since remote yung setup ko, fully remote yung work ko. I'm just at home. So, ayun, so first few weeks, I guess, uh, they gave me a, yung saan kasi may training program silang binigay sa akin since um, I'm counted as a citizen developer. So, basically, yun nga, parang start from scratch ka talaga. So, papaaralin ka nila with the platform. Yung platform namin kasi sa load, code, no code platform. So, drag and drop, workflow processes, a little bit of JavaScripting, ganyan, um, CSS, HTML, mga web development aspects nandun. So, they had just had me brush up with the whole platform kasi yun yung gagamitin ko to develop uh, to our clients, yung mga other DTA systems na papagawa nila sa amin. So, yeah, usually it's, it's, it's uh, to ad- uh, yung adjustment doon, um, syempre, number one, remote siya. Fully remote siya. So, it was a mixed feeling, I guess, kasi parang gusto ko, at, ang tagal mo na naka-lockdown tapos remote ka pa, diba? Parang, Parang, hindi pa lang, mababali ko na or masaya ka ba. So, um, for me, ang ginawa ko lang adjustment on was I just had to really set up my environment to be able to work at the same time, not stress about other tasks. So, yeah, basically, more on trainings lang talaga eh, um, to, to adjust fully. Kasi they give, I really appreciate how um, they give us the time para at your own pace. Hindi nila ako binigyan ng timeline okay, kailangan by two weeks tapos ka na, hindi. Like, take your time. Gusto namin, tapos ka, na, nakuha mo yung platform, nakuha mo yung role and responsibilities mo, saka ka namin iahasa or saka ka namin ilalagay. Um, and government, kasi yung partner clients namin, so I had to go through different background checks for me for me to be able to do some projects with their team. So, yeah. Hey there. Hate to interrupt like an ad, but before we continue, allow us to squeeze in some messages from our team. For more LSES content, follow the Inner Noob podcast in YouTube and Spotify. You can view the links at the description of each episode. Make sure to stay tuned to our other projects too. We have UBITS as well as the LSES official newsletter, Bits and Bytes. Check out the LSES Facebook page to find out more. That's fb.com slash LaSalle Computer Society. And as a quick reminder, the views and opinions of the hosts and resource persons do not represent those of the organization, the university, and its stakeholders. Viewer discretion is therefore advised. Now back to the podcast. Okay, okay. So na-mention niyo na yung mga position niyo. Tanong ko lang kung ano ba yung pinakaginagawa niyo? Ano yung task niyo dun sa position na yun? And so far, kamusta yung naging experience niyo? Like, indiv- individual ba kayo nag-work or may team ba kayo nakasama? Tapos, baka mayroon din kayong unforgettable events. Ayun. Since nag-join kayo, baka gusto niyong i-share. So, start tayo kay EJ. Ayan. Yeah, um, so, yun nga, na-mention ko earlier na para kami ni Carla sabi na QA as as a QA engineer, what I usually do is basically test stuff. We test the new features na lumalabas sa, sa specific projects namin or applications where we're in. Usually, it's, you know, 50% testing, 50% communicating with the devs na like, parang lagi mong ibabalik sa amin ticket na, hey, there's something wrong with the ticket, ganyan. So, it's, yeah, it, it usually just says na before actually putting out this product that we have 
in eh, for the public's view dapat masala namin or mafilter namin lahat ng flaws lahat ng bugs na nakikita namin sa, sa application in terms of the work same same as every company out there na there are it, there's a big company and there are different applications like for example my web my mobile ganyan and then don't basically may some team ka doon with a few developers probably a few QAs and there's always that you know project manager or or a product owner that oversees the entire um, application yung katulad mo ng position si Carl kumusta naman ang iyong experience <laughs> Experience ko is uh, similar to EJ. So what I do also is um, you know, create test plans, test scripts, and then you always have to focus on the acceptance criteria because when you test the feature, you have to make sure that it satisfies the acceptance criteria. So uh, the things na natutunan natin sa software engineering class, parang apply natin. And then yung mga tickets na, for example, nagkaroon ng problem, So, ibablock mo yon or i-report mo. And then, sa amin naman, on my end, what I do is, since it's a home furniture company siya, palagi akong nag-test as parang user. So, what I do is, I'm like a customer who orders uh, furniture and then, I'll, I'll add the shipping address, I'll add the delivery address. So, lahat yung mga kayang mapindot ng user or lahat ng possible gawin ng user, ganun. Yun yung ginagawa ko. So, yun yung mga uh, aspects na kailangan pag-isipan na lang sa pagiging QA. So, that's what I uh, can share about it. Okay. Si ano naman? Si Rastine? Okay. So, yun. Ako naibang ko sa kanila. <laughs> I started out as a application developer. So, since no-code, low-code nga yung platform ko, we it mainly uh, parang revolved around designing a lot of designing process so as a developer besides got having the requirements at hand sometimes kasi there's different clients type there are different types of systems that you want to do um sometimes hindi lang hindi pare-parehas yung wal- walang trend kumbaga na nangyayari so some um things na nga na automate namin on the under the businesses um nagagawa namin as system so right now as, as a developer or was a developer na uh, what I did was to ensure nga na we designed the whole application accordingly. Sometimes kasi there are what we call rewrites. So those rewrites are just existing applications from another platform that wants to be transferred to our platform. So yun, sometimes, yun naman, um, my requirements na, my system requirements na all you have to do is execute. Just do whatever you need to do. You have different sprint layouts. Sometimes people... Depending on the client, iba-iba kasi yan eh sa, sa companies. Um, sometimes they follow sprint rollouts. So yung amin, we follow a sprint rollout. So we do different daily sprints, uh, weekly sprints. If I say so, sometimes it's bi-weekly. Um, it really just depends on the project manager. So yun, so yun, more on designing processes, more on developing. Since it's low-code, uh, it's not that hard. Um, mainly scripting since web. Um, there's a lot of automation that happens when you use JavaScript. So, ayun, that's what I was. Um, so, right now, I'm currently a project manager. After, I think it was after a year. Yeah, after a year working. This is my, like, a year and two months now in the company. So, I became a project manager. So, what I do 
is a lot different, a little bit, but uh, yun. So I count myself as a technical project manager since I ha- did have a background as a software developer. So ano ba yung ginagawa namin as project project managers? So we oversee the whole thing. So we're we're the ones face to face with the clients. Um, besides our our customer support management team. So before it, mapunta sa kanyang project, hinahandle muna siya ng customer support or sales management since yung product ko namin yung binibenta namin sa kanila. So ayun, once project has been closed, nasa akin na siya and I start the whole process. Ano bang ginagawa? Like requirements gathering, ano bang kailangan ng company na to? Ano bang system yung kailangan yung gawin? Or if it's a rewrite, what are the knowledge transfers? We call it APs. Um, that needs to happen within the both teams. So, yun 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 may, mainly yung um, ginagawa ko right now as project manager. Um, but I'm more since fresh palang as a project manager, I'm more focused on installation processes and mentoring programs in ginagawa na, which we do offer to other clients as well. Since it is the platform that we do. So yeah, yun yung akin. <laughs> Yawa testing. Uh, medyo Hate namin mga QAs. Joke lang. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Ang <laughs> daming sinasabi ng QAs eh. Pwede ba sa handbook yun? Pwede ba sa handbook yun? Parang bawal yun na. Oh, ano? <laughs> okay. Nga, may divide pala sa inyo, no? QAs. <laughs> okay. So, ngayon, alam na natin yung experiences nyo dun sa inyong job. Tanong ko naman, since na-mention nyo din kanina yung challenges when looking for a job, ano tingin nyo yung qualities or skill sets na kailangan nyo para makakuha ng job abroad and para tumagal sa isang company? Like, ano yung skills na kailangan or necessary para ma-increase yung chances of being hired? Start tayo kay Justin. <laughs> um, para sa akin, skills, yung pagiging BS org ko nung nung college actually paid off um because well kind of okay let me explain kasi di ba nga naging, nagkaroon ng pandemic i barely had a chance to talk or got to know a lot of people or got a chance to gain a lot of friends here sa US it was a bit hard parang parang napaisip ako medyo introvert na ba ako parang hindi ko na ba kaya makipag socialize sa ibang tao and i be, i believe a lot of people have that transition, especially na antagal nyo ang nasa bahay lang, antagal na lockdown. So that that was one thing. Um, in terms of skill sets, I think yeah, being able to be just confident enough within yourself, believe in yourself. I think like in terms of speaking, you just have to be you know you you know how to be professional. That's I think that's number one skill set that I I I think needs to be applied. Pag nasa industry kana because there are a lot of HRs or a lot of people who who value yung mga maayos mag-reply or kahit simple replies lang sa email, di ba? In terms of how you communicate. And going to that, communication. Like, dapat um, you know how to convey your message properly para hindi magkaroon ng misunderstanding between the company or between your employer. Because I think that's another thing that I, I, I see. And you're noticing it's mo- mainly like personal traits or skills na skill sets yung binabanggit ko kasi in terms of technical aspect they they have their own side there they they would know if you if you are qualified you would they would see it in your resume they would review your resume tatanungin kanila that's why there are technical interviews there are 
you know, various of coding exams that you have to do if you want to become a software engineer, for example, or a QA um, in, in, or software enge- engineer or software developer in test. So, ayun. So, parang, the, uh, in terms of other skill sets, I feel like you just have to brush up on, you know, your, 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 your simple de- uh, te- technical, technical skill sets like coding. Um, if you're very um, confident with one language, if, if you want to become a software engineer, maybe hasain mo pa sarili mo, practice some more. Like what EJ told me a lot when I was applying, it's just do a lot of lead code. Yan, si Mr. Lead Code, yan si EJ. Magaling yan. Saludo ako dyan. Okay. <laughs> Pero yeah, um, other than that, I think mas, mas tumitimbang pa rin communication and being a lot professional in the industry and know how to convey your messages talaga. I think that's one of the qualities that you really want to to improve on in terms of getting a job. And of course, being patient. Nag <laughs> nag-reacts na sa Zoom. <laughs> Kaya yeah, nga, raise your hand pa. O, sige, Mr. EJ. Mr. EJ, go. <laughs> Sorry, nakakapagod mag-reacts in real life kasi sa Zoom na ako nag-react. So, <laughs> sa, mga, sa mga listeners natin dyan, um, share ko lang sa inyo, mga nareact ko is basically yung Santa Claus emoji, yung cool na emoji, yung skull na emoji, tsaka nag-raise lang ako ng hand. Yun lang. Para at least, you know, ano din sila. Um, oh, aware sila sa mga nangyayari. Uh-huh. Tama, tama, tama. 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 So, um, balik tayo sa topic. <laughs> uh, so, I think the biggest factor na need ng isang tao to, you know, succeed, tama ba, to succeed in, in, in the application process is basically your way of delivering yourself. Na parang, you can be the smartest guy in the world. Yeah, you can be, you can be like, you know, the top 0.001% of the developers in the entire world. But if you deliver yourself in a wrong way, like you come come out as arrogant or come out as something that, you know, you can't even, you can't even converse with a human being, I think that would be a problem. Because the, the, the tech is there. We can read up, we can practice. But you know, it's it's actually very important, lalo na sa, sa tech industry, which which I think maraming maraming tao in overlook. So it's very important for for people to communicate, especially like you know passing up passing out like their codes or PM to devs to QAs to basically everyone in the tech industry. It's very important, uh, like on how to project yourself, lalo na sa mga peers mo, because you don't want to be that guy and people will hate, diba? <laughs> so I think madali nang matutunan yung tech but I think one of the more important skills na kailangan matutunan which has been overlooked by a lot of developers basically communicating with with another person like being a human being with talking to another person yeah. actually totoo yun din yung usual na tip na mag-graduate and nag-work na na yung may nakailangan mo na skill is something na hindi mo usually matututunan within a classroom. Hindi matututunan mo pa sa org. <laughs> Ayun. Tama. So, <laughs> yeah, join LSES. Tama. Oh, itong former LSES officer, si Carl. Anong iyong masasabi? Anong iyong... Uy, former LSES kami lahat. Uh, Ayun talaga. Nabuto ko si Carl. Oo. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Late si- na ako. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> ko maalala. Uh, pero uh, ayun, uh, for me, um, na-share na rin nila. But um, I'll add something. Siguro, important skill is to be a lifelong learner or a continuous learner. Kasi, for example, parang when we graduate, parang masabi na natin, ay, confident na na makakuha tayo kasi either ganito, natutunan ko na lahat na sa, school, sa, sa college, lahat ng mga courses na ano, nakuha ko na, napasa ko na, graduate na ako, ganyan. So, yun yung kailangan tanggalin mo yung sa isipan mo. Kailangan, pag-graduate mo, parang kailangan continuous ka pa rin na nag-improve, continuous, continuous improvement na kailangan pa improve sa mga bagay na nahirapan ka, ganun. Kasi yung when I applied, ang ginawa ko nun, since I have like three months of experience lang, so I've highlighted yung mga projects So, I created a lot of projects, like personal projects, and then yung projects din sa school I added. And then, yung the questions that they asked me is yung about really, mostly sa projects. As in, they don't care about experience, they don't care kung kailan nga graduate. What they needed is, um, parang sa, what did I do dun sa project? So, ako naman, since I'm very involved with the project, so, I can I can um, answer it with confidence, ganun. But, If, for example, naglagay ka ng projects doon, naglagay, you added something sa resume mo and then you're not that confident. And then when they ask you that question, uh, the big the big question mark na, yun nga about that, uh, wala kang masasagot, then there's a lot less, either sa high chance na hindi ka tatanggapin. Kasi, ano eh, parang naglagay ka sa resume mo and then um, hindi ka pala confident na masasagot mo pag may tinanong regarding it. So, um, those are the things for me na um, very important na din. So, yun na. Okay. Next. Next question tayo. So, after nung inyong migration, job hunting, tapos inangala, naging employee na kayo, ano yung naging impact ng working in a different country? Like, anong knowledge yung nakuha nyo? May bagong knowledge ba kayo nakuha? Um, nag-improve ba yung social skills? Um, paano naapektuhan ng paglipat nyo yung career nyo? So, start tayo kay Carl. <laughs> For my experience, um, di ako nahirapan na mag-communicate sa aking mga office work, uh, office mate. So, yung mga colleagues ko, they're from different parts of uh, South America. And also, I have also colleagues na like senior um, senior directors, ganyan. They are, they are in different states in the US. So, At first, nandun yung nahihiya ka na magsalita sa kanila. Like, nahihiya na mag-reach out sa kanila. But, past, uh, over time, um, ma-overcome siya. And then, so far, okay naman. Like, mababait sila lahat. Like, very helpful. So, that's why I experience with my colleagues. Curious lang ako. Naman ka bang co-worker na Pinoy din? <laughs> oh, um... For me, yeah, like, I'm the only Filipino there. Uh, so, uh, lahat ng mga kasama colleagues ko, they're in uh, South America. South America and other states. So, uh, ako lang yung Pinay doon. Mm, napasaba ka pala sa English yan dyan. <laughs> okay. Next, si EJ. Paano na-impact ng migration yung, yung sarili? I, I think, one huge impact na <laughs> nangyari na nag-migrate ako is talking and speaking English. <laughs> Kasi, 
you know, sa, sa, sa DLSC naman, you know, we talk in English, pero medyo, you know, like how we converse Taglish. Pero here, when you're in the United States, you talk in straight English because no one will understand you, except for the other, you know, Filipinos out there. So, ayun, I think social skills-wise, super laki ng improvement kasi surprisingly lahat ng mga tao na, na lumaki dito uh, like all races na lumaki sa US they really like small talk so every single morning kapag maaga sa meeting they're just gonna be like how's your day? how's your weekend? like that so uh, in terms of social skills parang you know kaya ko nang kaya ko nang mag 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 start ng conversation with another person just by asking them how's their day or like hiking up weather pag-usapan ng weather like weather is really nice out here today ganyan ang dami na mapag-usapan o punta na rin sa mga aso nila the families and everything so yeah i think yung huge boost kahit yung technical kasi it's it's there you can learn it on your own pero huge boost talaga in in your your social skills because you tend to talk a lot when you're in the United States. Next, US team. <laughs> hmm. Nako. Ano nga ba? Natunan ko. <laughs> um, Valorant. I guess. <laughs> besides no. that, joke lang. <laughs> um, siguro, well, kasi di mga nagkaroon ako ng opportunity para magkaroon ng two jobs. So, yung isa, yung previous job ko was in the manufacturing Night shift yun, and coincidentally, halos parang 90% doon were Filipinos. So, ang daming mga Pinoy, so, ang daming ko ding nakita na namulat, namulat ako in terms of how they live here. Uh, and napaisip ako how my parents lived here before them. Parang naisip ko, ah, ganito talaga. Kasi, short story lang, um, during in that time, sa industry na yun, they really, hourly kami. So, we get paid kung gaano katagal ka nandun. So, for example, yung shift ko nun was around 10pm to 6.30am. So, we had to, parang, in terms of adjustment, parang nakita ko talaga, ang daming, ang daming talagang gusto magtrabaho lang. Especially yung mga Filipinos. They, they like working because of the money that they make. Kasi nga hourly. Doon sila na kakanakapin. So, when there's an opportunity to, to really work overtime, ayan, nag-work sila overtime, they really got it. So, yeah, I think, na, na, namangha lang din ako. At the same time, there's the other side, sa Pinoy characteristics natin, or, or sa mga kababayan natin, um, that are, alam niyo yung crab mentality, like, they, they like bringing people down. So, I have also witnessed the other side, the, the negative side of that. And it was really, it's, it's kind of a bit shameful because they're not just doing it to our Uh, race. Eh. Hindi lang sa kapwa nila Pinoy. Ginagawa din nila sa, sa ibang races. Like for example, um, I, we have, since we're in California, we have a lot of Mexicans, we have a lot of Vietnamese. Very culture, a lot of cultures are here in the in California, especially in the United States in general. So parang, para sa akin, in terms of y- yun, parang number one na nakita ko was, I was I, it was just very shameful na, wow, dito pa rin nangyayari din yung mga ganong politics in a sense so yeah um sa current job ko naman as uh, in the in the tech industry i was very thankful for my teammates so a lot of nagjoke ako ni parang ang daming ang daming na tech giants ang dami talaga sa mga tech giant companies 
uh, Indians, mga kasama mo, or, or white races. And with that, yung, yung conversation ko with them, yung different learnings ko with them, or it varies eh. Um, ang isa lang sa nakita ko sa kanila was they're very patient with their people. Parang they're, they're so patient that even if you make a mistake, hindi ka nila ipapahiya. Like, even if you're so sorry about yourself, nahiyang-hiya ka na, parang hindi mo na mapakita, mapakita yung sarili mo sa kanila. They set that aside. Um, they, value, uh, they, they think about that as your learning process and they don't hinder you from that. Hindi nila, they, they won't take that away from you. Yung moment na yun of learning. Um, and failure is always an option for them. I feel like that's number one. And if, if you don't make mistakes, number one thing I learned from my boss was that if you don't make mistakes, how will you learn these kinds of things? How would you grow into something better? And I feel like yun yung number one skill or knowledge na lagi na nasa utak ko na even if someone makes mistakes, uh, you know, even if, like yun nga, since yung company nga namin, we, they value a lot of citizen developers. So, um, my story nga dyan na they, my, yung CEO kasi yung mismong nag kumukuha sa mga employees. They, they, do the interviews, they do the discovery calls. They want to know their background. And mayroon akong co-worker who just came from McDonald's. He was a fast food chain worker. And he was just, you know, gusto niya computer, mahilig siya sa computer. So he, he didn't know how to get in without having that diploma, without having that degree na you took IT or you took CS. Um, uh, and yun, um, in terms of that, I feel like the, in, in the tech industry, and dami mo talagang and daming tao na pwedeng makapasok given that they they just give they just have that opportunity you just give them the opportunity and that goes to every other industries right once you have that opportunity just grab that opportunity and if others don't have that opportunity give it to them i think that's the other one and i think i don't know if EJ or Carl have this in other companies that they have you know they they push them to Hey, invite mo referrals. Invite mo friends mo. Invite mo yung mga ibang tao. Tingin mo kayang, kayang or gusto ng, ng tabaho. And I think one thing about that is, yun, opportunities. They open a lot of opportunities for yun. So even though ang hirap ng job applications, it, at the end of the day, it's all about just having that opportunity and grabbing that opportunity it's in itself. So yun, in terms of social skills, same with EJ, you have to adjust with your English. Siyempre, um, ang hirap mag-explain ng certain something or ng problem to your co-teammate if hindi mo ma-convey yung message ng maayos. Like, back on, uh, like a little bit of story lang. Parang nung nagkaroon ako ng bug sa app ko, hindi ko ma-explain ng maayos na, na may intindihan. Kasi we have our own way of interpreting our words. And some, sometimes yun, hindi, lang, hindi siya language barrier, but in terms of how you express your your message to them or express how your concerns um, and how you deliver that. Yun yung nakikita kong um, learning experience din talaga para mas mapabuti yung communication mo. Like what I said earlier, communication is key talaga um, in terms of, you know, getting a job or in terms of being able to sustain your job in general um, and being able to be successful in your in your career. So yun. Dami kong sinabi, right? <laughs> Pero yeah, yun lang. Yun lang naman. The end. <laughs> okay. Tingin ko yung naging common ground nyo is you get to know people from different places. Tapos nakakatuwa din naman na um, good yung mga encounters nyo with them. 
kahit magkakaiba kayo ng pinanggalingan. Wala, nakakatuwa lang. And siguro yun, yung nag-improve yung pag-deliver nyo sa sarili nyo and ang thoughts nyo. Kasi iba, iba din yung mga tao dyan. And, no, hindi naman ka, pwedeng magtagalog ka. Hindi mo pwedeng, hmm. pwedeng magtagalog. Kailangan galingan mo yung pag-English o pa maitindihan ka nila. So, yun. Correction lang. Pwede ka naman magtagalog. Talaga? Hindi ka lang nila maintindihan. <laughs> Hindi ka lang nila maintindihan. Uy, nagawa ko yan. Nagawa ko yan. Talaga? <laughs> o, oh, natagalog ko siya. Kasi parang, iba eh. Iba, mix up mo na yung dialects na meron kayo. Di ba? Minsan, kausap mo, tropa mo, or friends mo, ah, okay, natagalog kayo. And then, biglang shift to, okay, English na ulit. Sabi ko, oh, no. <laughs> Biglang, biglang mag-iiba na and then nakahalo-halo muna. <laughs> kayo ba, EJ tsaka Rastin, may co-workers kayo na Pilipino? <laughs> um, ako, ako muna. Well, meron nung last company ko which is yung startup sa New York City. Um, meron but not in not in the same department not in check. So, ayun. Like, yung 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 tatlo kong Filipino na kadala din are in HR I think sa human resources team so hindi kami lagi nag-uusap English pa din <laughs> Yeah sa akin naman may medyo. isa mayroon kami uh, kami <laughs> No bleed ba no blood <laughs> Yeah ako naman mayroon kaming isa sa pero sa Pilipinas lang siya work kasi usually yung setup namin meron kami sa ASEAN country or APAC countries na na doon lang sila. Like, since work from, or like, remote talaga yung job namin dito sa startup. Parang, yun, nakilala ko siya. He's, he's, he works um with a database, mainly sa storage systems namin. So, he's a tech guy. um Pero, yeah, isa lang. And then, hindi ko, means, bihira ko lang makausap. <laughs> okay, okay. Ay lang yan na, na-practice na naman na kayo sa DLSU. <laughs> Mag-English. Okay, ayan. Lapit na tayo matapos. Okay, so second to the last question na to. May tips ba kayo para sa students who are planning to work abroad? Pwede na din kayo mag-suggest ng companies dito sa part na to or countries na pwede nilang i-consider in case na nagpa-plan sila mag-move. Start tayo kay EJ. Yeah, I think first is make sure to have a network na super solid like hindi naman hindi naman sa pagiging makapalamuka but you know you have to you have to expose yourself out there kasi you never know which person would give you the job you never know ano pala yun kalo lasal you know pala like what happened to mine backstory yung previous boss ko so first company ko was also lasalian also graduated in DLSU also a CSNE student so alam mo yun everything just clicks um So, very important to to solidify your network and do a lot of research. Because you can't just apply, go like you're in the Philippines. You can't just go and apply to some U.S. companies without researching if they sponsor for a work visa or if they're willing to get you from the Philippines to the United States. So, yeah, network and just a lot of research. The other one, tips? Huh, yung tips siguro. Yeah, I think I agree with EJ. Like, research about the sponsorships dito sa US. Or if you already have a citizenship which, or a green card, I think number one is to 
also research about the company and know what you want to start of. So, yun yung mahirap eh, starting. Ano ba ang gusto mo? Like, especially in the tech, ang daming branches na pwede mong pasukan. But you have to know where exactly you want to start. And siguro, recommendation, like if you want to have an entry-level software engineering nga, kasi software engineers learn everything na. Like from, you know, if you're full stack or that, that's where you start eh. Um, and then maybe end goal mo, ano ba, ano maging end goal mo? You want to become a product owner, you want to become a project manager, or you want to branch out to QA, to BA, anything. I think it's just preparation talaga. So you have to know, if you if you are a citizen or a green card holder, you have to know the background of the company that you want to be in. And just keep applying, honestly. Don't be picky about the jobs that you choose. Um, just apply and apply because may, at, at least you know stepping stone mo eh, kumbaga, to, be a, to be successful in that industry is to start in that industry. So, yeah. I think that's that's one tip I can do. I agree with them, with both of them. That's very important. For me, medyo papalayo lang ako medyo on the social side. Like, for example, meron ka ng na mga companies na parang sa tingin mo ma-accept ka ganun. So, for me, kailangan confidence. So, kailangan confident ka na kakayanin mo. Kailangan lumaban ka. Um, remember na the moment na lumipat ka na from, from the Philippines say from the Philippines papunta dito it's like you're gonna start from scratch as in from starting level so talagang wala kang kilala wala kang ano so for me um, yun nga confidence kailangan nakasang mong loob mo talaga na um, kakayanin mo kailangan may ano ka fighting spirit diba na fighting spirit <laughs> talaga kailangan <laughs> and then Uh, sa akin nakatulong din dito yung meron kasi kami Filipino community dito sa um, area namin so nakatulong sila na parang syempre here my feel mo homesick you're gonna feel homesick so uh, if I can say with Justin and EJ on behalf of them na parang mahuhomesick ka din so for me um, hindi, hindi ko na na-experience homesick kasi dito sa Filipino community here sa LA parang naramdaman ko na parang nasa Pilipinas ako so hindi nawala yung takot ko na parang ay, paano na yan? Sabagod na pa sa Pilipinas and then lahat ng friends ko, ganyan. Tapos, siguro doon na lang din ako, ganyan. So, parang, yun yung masabi ko siguro na tips na on the social side. And, syempre, important din yun sa technical side. So, i-combine natin yan. Yun yung very important na masabi ko. Actually, sorry, to add lang, nakalimutan ko sabihin, don't be afraid also. Doon sa mga years of experience na yan, Like, huwag kayo, ma, huwag kayo matakot, applyan. Like, five years, ten years experience. Applyan nyo lang ng applyan because usually it's just, no one's, if, if you look at the criteria sa requirements, no one's gonna be that perfect employee. No one's gonna be that perfect na, oh, ten years experience, master's degree, magaling sa ganito, magaling sa ganyan. No, like, they're, they're only putting it out there. If you see yourself matching in those characteristics, just go for it. Even na, kahit wala, try mo lang, malay mo, match ka pala. ba? Diba? And siguro, one more addition to that is feel ko as the minority dito sa United States, we tend to undervalue ourselves compared to the other people na lumaka dito. So I think one more tip that you know people that aspire to move to the United States uh, can have is basically don't undervalue yourself in any way. Don't don't say that you're inferior with with another person with another race and then, because we're at the end of the day we're all making we're all we all have the same uh, goal to you know make money and be successful in life and be financially free or financially stable 
So never, never, ever undervalue yourself. You know, sabi nga nila, it's better to have a job that overvalues you in the Philippines compared to a job that undervalues you in the United States. It's a sacrifice of your quality of life. It's a sacrifice of what things you can buy or what things you need to buy. So just never, ever undervalue yourself. Ganda naman ng tips na binigyan. Hindi ko expect yun. <laughs> okay. Ito, pahabol question ko lang talaga to. In your opinion, mas maganda ba ang opportunities abroad compared to opportunities sa Philippines? Well, tingin ko ang tanging corporate experience nyo lang naman dito sa Philippines is nung nag-internship kayo before kayo graduate. Tapos, ayun, tingin nyo saan mas maganda opportunities? Lalo na kung ang pinag-uusapan is um, career growth. Start tayo kay EJ. Um, mahirap, mahirap sagutin yun eh. Kasi it's, it's, it's in a personal level na like, how much are you willing to grow? Like it doesn't if if you're super willing to grow if your your dreams are over the moon, um I think it doesn't matter where you're in, because at the end of the day, ma achieve my goal nayon. Siguro fortunately, sa United States there are a few companies that are well established na yeah there are a lot of choices, but the answer to that is really subjective. Like do you want to grow? That's the first thing. Do you want to grow? If you want to grow, do you do you value the Philippines more than any other country? If, if you want to grow in the Philippines, you can make it happen. You can make it happen in the Philippines. You can make it happen in the United States or in Europe or wherever. You go in East Antarctica because there's no tech jobs there. But, you know, anywhere in the world, as long as you have the drive to do it, you can have that opportunity. Next naman, si Carl. Para sa akin, for me, medyo masabi ko dito talaga. Mas better for me. Uh, like, my point here is, kaya mas pinili ko na dito yung mas magandang opportunities kasi I talk to ma, sa mga kaibigan ko, nakausap ko sila. Like, how, are, how was their situation there sa Philippines? Like, how was their work workload? And nasasabi nila na undervalued sila, underappreciated. So like, yung work nila, parang kinakailangan pa nila mag-overtime without pay. So, um, may, na, naawa ako sa kanila in a way kasi hindi dapat ganun eh like every time we work parang we always do our best eh and then we should be paid or we should be valued by uh, our work so um, if the company talaga appreciates what we do so as much as we give 100% of our effort na to do our best no we should be able to like be valued so parang ang value talaga dito is dapat yung tao din. So the company should also value their people din. So, um, dito sa US, yeah, since it's early, so, kada R, uh, your performance, kanya, performance base too. So, I think dito, for me. Okay. Yeah, ano naman, cheers team. Okay. Naku, hirap din natanong na to eh. Um, actually, madami nagtat, like, in terms sa, sa mga friends ko, they, they sometimes ask nga, bakit ko pinili sa US? Is it because of the money? Is it because mas mataas. Um, I always tell them, hindi pwede i-compare yung salary ko sa, sa ibang salary ng iba, for example, sa Philippines. Because we live in a different country, we have different laws, we have different tax levels, diba? we have different computations. Um, and para sa akin, living in the United States still has its downs because, you know, 
even though you get you do get paid more kahit i-convert mo yan into peso or i-convert mo yan sa, sa kahit anong currency, you still have to pay your taxes. You still have to, be, you know, ha- pay your responsibilities. You know, the ba, as an adult, um, marami tayong responsibilities and those things still need to take into account. Eh. So, para sa akin, if you want to work in the US, you go for it. If you want to work in the Philippines, go for it. Kasi, um, nasa sa'yo yun eh. In, in ter- sabi nga ni EJ, if you value growth, uh, if you want to grow, you can grow wherever you want to. Diba? Kahit saan yan. Kahit sa US ka man, pumunta ka man sa Korea, sa Japan, sa saan mo man dream country, you will, you'll do it. It just, it, it it's the matter of will you do it. Diba? Gagawin mo ba talaga yung best mo? Gagawin mo ba lahat na makaya mo in terms of getting that growth, quote-unquote, na hinahanap mo? Um, but in terms of, yun nga, para sa akin lang, uh, I think it wouldn't matter at all where you, where you at. As long as you you value, number one, yourself, number two, um, you have a goal that you set in life. And then just don't be pressured about, you know, having that. Even For, for example, your friends are, may mga ganyang aspects eh. Sometimes, uh, I've seen it a lot during my past company, like, there are some people that aren't happy about their friends, you know, reaching their goals, becoming higher than them, quote-unquote. notions. Eh. I feel like that's one thing that uh, you have to change also if you do want to achieve that growth. You have to be able to appreciate, diba? Yung If you're currently at the startup, if you're currently being paid like this, there's a reason, diba? If you want to get paid more, if you want to, be promoted if you want to become you know if you want to join that big tech company nasa sayo na yan so it's it's the matter of how yung willpower mo to start number one and how determined are you and patient to 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 go there yeah i think in addition to that tamasiref it's uh disclaimer you can make uh like yung friends well you can make them as a competition but you you should make them a competition as healthy as possible Walang hilahan pa ba? Walang sapawan or walang, you know, going over, stepping up, stepping over other people just to get to your goals. Because at the end of the day, kayo kayo din naman yung mag-ihilahan sa tasas. Like, you want to see yourself and you want to see your friends be at the top. Because, like, for example, once you're at the top and your friends are, are nasa baba, like, how would you enjoy that? Diba? So it's, Healthy competition is good. Just make sure that at the end of the day, sabay sabay kung Um, I like to add also dun sa nabanggit nila. So, yung dun sa may may kung sa Philippines na, tapos unemployed ka don, tapos binabalyo ka ng company niyon, then go um then continue. So, um, wala namang problema kung ganon. Sabi nga nila na kung sa Philippines ka man na um, ipursue continue growth, uh, wala na problema or dito ganon. So um na kaya ko lang naman sabi na uh, dito kasi parang well dun sa company ko and um dun sa company ko experience na maganda naman so make sure na yung company mo na mapasukan mo would value you your value your work um yun yung mga importante talaga doon so if yun nga at saka yung mag-grow ka like they mentioned a while ago so yun yung masasabi ko yun ang ating natutunan don't settle for less no <laughs> Dapat, hmm, tama. Yeah, sige. Noted. <laughs> okay, yun lang ang aking questions dito. 
So I guess that concludes this episode of the Inner Nook. So basically, we got to hear about your experiences ng CCS graduates na ngayon nag-work na in the corporate world abroad. And nalaman din natin yung takeaways nila after yung madugong encounters nila bago makahanap na trabaho abroad. So sa ating guests, EJ, Rastin, and Carl, thank you so much for joining us tonight and for taking the time to be on this podcast to share your knowledge about the topic that most of us are really curious about. <laughs> so hopefully, salamat, salamat. Kayo sa future LSES events. <laughs> so, sa lahat naman na nagpa-plan or nagbabalak na maghanap ng opportunities abroad, good luck sa inyo and we hope na this episode helped you in preparing for your future careers. Ating listeners, thank you for listening to the Enonok podcast and stay tuned for the next one. So, ayun, have a great day or great evening sa lahat. Yun, goodbye. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Alessia. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. and opinions of the hosts and resource persons do not represent those of the organization, the university, and its stakeholders. Viewer discretion is advised.